I'm your host, David Nage. This is Baselayer, where institutional investors come to learn about crypto. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Baselayer podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of ARCA, where David Nage is a principal. ARCA is not responsible and does not verify the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast series available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. The podcast series does not constitute financial advice or other professional advice or services. Please do your own research. This is David and this is your new episode of Baselayer. I have Megan, the co-founder of Franklin with me today. Megan, how are you? Great. I'm excited to be here. It's a crazy day, so uh, happy to be here. It is indeed a crazy day and a crazy week and a crazy year and a crazy decade. And so if you just look at it, it's all crazy. But there's different levels and different timing of crazy, if you will. But it's good to be with you. Franklin is a portfolio company of our early stage venture fund. For those that are looking, we'll make sure that there are links to their website so they can learn more about what Franklin does. And as everyone knows, the formula on base layer is that we'll talk a little bit about Megan's background, what she did before, uh, what inspired her to get into the space. It is a great background. And then we'll tell everyone about what Franklin is. And then I think we're going to have a very interesting conversation about how Franklin could potentially be in a time and a place very interesting in regards to the craziness that has happened this week with some of the banks in the United States uh, having issues. So Megan, as I said, you know, let's go first into your background. What did you do before Franklin? And then what inspired you to get into this world of digital assets, payments, and all the things that you're doing at Franklin? Certainly. So I started off my career, I grew up uh, on Wall Street as a staff accountant, actually. So spent almost five years uh, in, in a Wall Street back office doing all the sort of bread and butter accounting things that that one does. So uh, managing a monthly close cycle, collecting revenue, managing expenses, all of that good stuff, uh, and really learned a lot about enterprise software, believe it or not. While I was there, I ended up discovering this multi-million dollar accounting fraud that was happening at the company. And this was this very transformative experience for me. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Accountant with Ben Affleck and Anna Kendrick, but it was very similar to that, although a little bit less glamorous. I have not seen that, but now I'm going to have to see that because every time I, I think I go on Netflix, it always shows me that picture of Ben Affleck and the accountant. And I always say, oh, it doesn't look like he's very happy. So maybe I'll have to check it out now. Yeah, it's an oldie, but a goodie, I would say. And through that experience, became extremely frustrated and and sort of disenchanted with with Wall Street and, and sort of like corporate greed. And at the same time, I had learned about Ethereum uh, while I was going to business school and thought it was the perfect solution uh, for corporate grade, this amazing sort of open source accounting system. Uh, that was around 2016. Uh, I quit my job and dropped out of business school and I went full hog into learning more about Ethereum. I got a job at Consensus. I started up another company uh, that was a crypto accounting general ledger software. Uh, I worked at an equities broker, uh, spinning up a crypto trading desk there. But most recently, had been serving as the VP of finance at a company called Serotonin, which is the largest Web3 marketing firm in the business. 
And Franklin is really born out of the struggle of operating a Web3 back office. So we had a very interesting balance sheet uh, in a mix of USD in different stable coins on different chains in tokens. And we wanted to be able to pay our staff, which was over 60 people, both in the United States and outside of the United States, efficiently, quickly, cheaply, and also give them the option to take crypto if they wanted it. So spent a couple of months banging my head against the wall trying to figure out how to do it. Uh, tested out a bunch of vendors and realized there was no good solution and I should probably build it myself. Tapped some of the guys that I used to work at uh, the equities trading desk with to come help me start it up. And that's sort of how Franklin uh, got started. And our mission is really to enable Web3 builders to keep building, help them streamline their back office and be able to operate natively in this industry. So that's our quick Genesis story. Amazing. And as Megan alluded to, so it is a payroll tool that allows you, the employer, to pay your workers in cash and crypto in an automated tax compliant way. Yes, there is a focus on things like tax compliance and you are very interested in that. So let's go through, basically, let's go through a setup here. So I am a company in the United States. We have workers. And you want to be able to part of, you know, pay their W-2 employers and contractors. They want to be able to use an, uh, a digital asset, whether it's a stable coin like USDC or, you know, obviously Tether or something else of that nature. Walk us through that. How does that look? So does the employer have to have a treasury of those assets? Uh, how does it work? Does it, it's very similar to things that people may be more familiar with, like ADP, uh, what is the process in terms of getting set up and what is it what does it feel like today and what does you think what do you think it's going to feel like in the next few months as you progress and get it to a more streamlined process yeah so if you have different ways that you want to pay your staff and you're not currently using franklin really what you your only option is to onboard a bunch of different tools so you have like a web 2 payroll processor you are sending transactions on chain manually, or maybe you're using um, a tool to do that. Perhaps you have an international payroll processor that you're using. Maybe you're sending wires via your bank. You have many different sort of disparate and expensive vendors uh, to try and patch together, you know, like just very simple, like paying your team. The idea behind Franklin and, and what we built is to streamline most of that. So right now, if you have US W-2 workers and you want to pay them in USD, all you have to do is connect your bank account to Franklin and you can pay them in USD. If you have contractors or other workers you know, outside of the United States, if you have US W-2 workers that want to get paid in stable coins or other tokens, uh, you connect your wallet and pay them that way. And Franklin handles all of the sort of tax calculations, the form generation, the storing of data, the document repository, we handle all of that. So you have this one nice, like all in one platform to be able to manage your team from an HR perspective, to make sure that you are compliant with US tax law and also just facilitate payments. So, you know, the the sort of goal here is to offer something that is is reminiscent of a very easy, nice Web2 kind of onboarding experience, but also using Web3 primitives um, and making that accessible rather than, you know, uh, an obstacle to, to Web3 founders. 
What type of digital assets can be used, or what do you see users using these days? Is it typically stable coins, or are there other different variants of digital assets that are being used? Yeah. So I think so. There, th this is like a very interesting question. There in the U.S., there are a bunch of rules on a per state basis that we have to pay attention to, and we bake in all of those requirements into our platform. And so. Many states require that you pay your workers in a USD equivalent currency, and that means a stable coin. So in states where that's a requirement, we'll make sure that you're either paying them in USD or you're paying them in a stable coin, and we're meeting that kind of uh, legal requirement. If you want to pay your team tokens like ETH or Bitcoin as a bonus, we can facilitate that and we'll calculate right all the like net payouts and the uh, taxes payable on that kind of bonus payment. If you want to pay your team an expense reimbursement and you want to pay them back in ETH, right, we can also facilitate that. So the answer, uh, like many accountants will give, is it kind of depends. It depends on the payments that you're making. It depends on who you're making them to. But Franklin, from a technological perspective, can handle, you know, any ERC-20 assets that meet our sort of fact sanctions list checks, Ethereum mainnet and Polygon and, and other sort of like EVM compatible L2s. And for reference, Franklin does not actually, you as a employer do not park your digital assets with Franklin and then pay. There is a smart contract link with your treasury, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's totally right. And it's this like very interesting and I think so far like underrated innovation in payroll software generally, which is Franklin is a non-custodial payroll platform. And you know, at the time of this recording, today is the day that Silicon Valley Bank failed and is now being taken over by the California regulator. Like this notion of non-custodial payroll is actually really important to companies today of all days, right? For example, companies that have used Rippling uh, as their payroll processor, none of their employees got paid today and they're not getting paid Monday. And it's unclear when they will actually get paid. Mm -hmm. It's sad to see, you know, like the, the sort of Twitter threads by Rippling and their CEO and so with Franklin, when you're paying your workers in stable coins or other tokens or, or non-USD assets, all of that happens without an intermediary between the employer and employee. And that's a real innovation and doesn't really exist elsewhere in, in the payroll industry. So do all of the, and again, this is more basic for people to get a sense of. So again, using, I am a employer listening to this and obviously, yes, SVBE just obviously uh, had its issues. Silvergate has had its issues. It seems that there are others out there potentially with issues. So I'm listening to this and I'm listening to you, Megan. And so I'm trying to get a handle of something like this. And so I'm an employer. I have 50 employees out there right now. Do all of them need, and again, I'm using just, you know, obviously slang derogatory because, you know, people would be, but those dang type of USB sticks, like the treasures or the ledgers, they need to have that. Or how do they actually, you know, incorporate, how do they actually get their pay, their payroll when they, when we actually, when you as an employer put it through? Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of flexibility that exists, uh, you know, when you sign up for Franklin. So we support something like over 300 wallet clients. So if you like having a hardware wallet like Ledger or Treasurer, you can definitely do that. If you prefer using MetaMask or some other sort of in-browser wallet, you can also do that. And so that's the sort of like spectrum of, of like available options. Mm -hmm. 
one thing that we've talked about with with some customers actually is that they don't pay their teams in crypto right now and they want to. Mm-hmm. One thing that we have sort of cautioned and tried to educate on a little bit is it is a little bit maybe inadvisable to pay your team in crypto if they've never ever actually touched crypto before, right? Yep. Because there is such a high bar that we accept as like, you know, at least you know, maybe you and I as Web3 mm-hmm. and others in this industry of self-custody, right? That's a big responsibility. There's no calling MetaMask to say, oh, I lost my keys. Like, where's my paycheck, right? And so, you know, part of part of what we offer with this part of crypto payroll is like, you know, making sure that we're working with educated users. And so so that's that's a consideration, certainly. And the thing that we have, you know, been intentional about with with building out this product is, you know, compensation is a spectrum, you know, and in one organization, you could have a bunch of different sort of desires for different types of of payments and different, you know, sort of constructions of, of what a compensation package looks like. And that's why it was important for us to roll with both USD and also crypto mm-hmm. at the same time, which is something that we thought was sort of missing from from some of the providers out there already. Now, I'm going to apologize to everyone because I know that everyone typically relies on me to not go geeky and not to go completely down the wormhole in terms of technicalities. But Megan really knows her stuff and she's been around for a while and so also with consensus. So I'm going to ask her a question because I think it's really interesting and we'll make sure that everyone understands what the heck I'm talking about right here. But on the Ethereum side, there is a new improvement called ERC4337, which is effectively what we're calling account abstraction, meaning that what Megan just alluded to in terms of wallets, in terms of seed phrases and all the things that have kind of held up the average, every, every average everyday person potentially maybe going away soon. And so I think that's been a emphasis on the Web3 community is how do we actually get to a tooling set or user experience where the everyday user doesn't have to necessarily have the heart palpitations about user, about seed phrases, about sending you know, you know transactions and all the things that we have for years. What do you think about ERC4337 as it applies to Franklin in the future in terms of account abstraction? Yeah, we were talking about this with uh, with our team. You know, we we had this offsite at East Denver last week uh, when account abstraction was actually announced that it was available on Ethereum mainnet, which is very exciting. I would say I have a little bit of a, like, which is maybe a controversial take. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Yes, let's <laughs> let let's go with the controversial. Let's do it. I have like a measured view of the impact of account abstraction, which is to say. You know, it's extremely early days. It's like a week old. Like there's a lot of thinking we have to do about how to improve the UX experience mm-hmm. around it. I think that like it's, it's you know, and also talking to uh, like the Franklin CTO, Sean, he was sort of like, well, the way that we've constructed our smart contracts almost enables like an account abstracted situation for employers, at least on the Franklin platform where where you're managing sort of like this fancy smart contract through 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 like a nice jazzy EY. I think overall though, for the industry, like what does account abstraction offer? It offers the ability to for for you to pay gas fees for users. This is something that kind of already exists with with like gas relayers, but it will be a lot easier for developers and, and application developers specifically to to just like, you know, improve UX at the margins. It has the potential for for, you know, sort of your like 
maybe like normal like retail crypto user to like rest a little bit easier (laughs) knowing that right you know like as an example people who stored private keys in LastPass, right where that were that was basically Mm -hmm. right that seemed like a best in class type thing to do right outside holding it on paper somewhere um right It, it, it starts to ameliorate some of those those issues i think that it's the directionally the right way that this industry should be going Yep. Uh, and it's also a little bit of like a uh, palate cleanser, maybe for somebody who doesn't want to be like 100% self-custodial, but also doesn't want to be using a, a centralized exchange. But it's early days. We'll see. We're definitely like evaluating it to see how it could potentially help our users and you know, step in the right direction. But will it have huge impact? Not sure. So again, for those that are not as familiar with the technicalities, that is ERC-4337. We'll make sure that everyone knows what I'm talking about. As Megan alluded to, though, we think that the user experience is improving. If you look at the last few years, the user experience has definitely improved. But, you know, we think at the end of the day, one day, and that may be coming sooner rather than later, You'll be using something online and it will be a Web3 piece of tooling. It might be a wallet of, so- of sorts. It might be a plugin. And you're interacting with it and you don't even really realize that it's a Web3 wallet. And so, you know, there will be a time and place where it becomes more in sync with our everyday usage. And so these improvements, you know, are important, obviously, especially with payroll, especially with the way that we do things these days. Everyone uses Venmo. Everyone uses you know, Zelle, different types of online payment tools. And so as the the merger of what's happening in Web3 happens to the everyday user experience, it gets closer and closer. You know, these are things that we're obviously managing and uh, watching very closely. Megan, before you go, what are some of the things that Franklin is rolling out? I think you guys are going to try to do things in terms of health benefits and 401k programs in the future. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So our goal is really, you know, to be able to offer this full stack payroll experience for for founders. So what does that mean? That means we have the same feature parity as like Web2 alternatives like Gusto as an example. So we'll be rolling out a 401k program. And in that 401k program, you can have tax advantage Bitcoin and ETH, right? That's very exciting. In addition to other equities that are available in any sort of 401k program will be enabling health benefits for teams based in the U.S. So medical, dental, vision, right? All of the sort of things that are required, right, of startup founders to be competitive when constructing their teams and and have all those kinds of benefits. In addition to being able to to pay your team with crypto and then being able to pay your team with crypto in a tax compliant and streamlined manner. So those are some really exciting things. Uh, You know, I think for Web3 companies out there, there is there haven't been the right tool set for them to be able to operate their companies natively using this technology. And Franklin is, you know, among the first, if not the first sort of like crypto native compliant payroll solution. And our goal is to make it undeniable, right? You should be using Franklin as opposed to a TradFi alternative. So we're doing that with with our core payroll processing as well as a 401k and health benefits integrations. This was Megan, co-founder of Franklin. Again, show notes will have links to their site. And again, as I said, we went a little geeky there with and talking about ERC 4337. We'll talk, we'll make sure everyone has links to that, but we'll make sure everyone has up-to-date information about Franklin, as I said, and Megan alluded to. 
Very, very interesting time and place conversation, especially what's happening with banks here in the States. You know, people, employers out there looking for solutions to problems that have been coming through. And so, again, thank you for coming on the show today. We'll make sure that we have you on again real soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening in to Baselayer. If you like the show and all the different guests that we've brought on, please give a like and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you do listen to the podcast. Also, if you want to have a conversation or reach out to me, you can reach me out on Twitter at David J. Nage. And let's talk there. Or also you can find me on LinkedIn. And I look forward to having great conversations with you all about digital assets. Music